Welcome to the Transcend Health Podcast, where we aim to entertain, educate, and empower our listeners to move beyond pain and injury. Stay tuned to hear interesting conversations about rehabilitation, movement, strength and fitness, plus lots of advice to get you moving and feeling your best. Hey guys, welcome to another Transcend podcast. I'm Barton here with Ollie. Uh, today we're going to talk about how we moved in today's society compared to uh, in, in our history. So for me, I think we definitely move a lot less considering how society's changed for us moving into the more uh, technological era, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um, uh, your thoughts? Move in different ways. I think moving less for most people is probably true. I mean, we can't really tell, right? Because yeah. we're only living in this day and age. We're not living 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Um, but I guess from a typical citizen perspective, there were a lot more physical tasks that would need to be done as part yeah, of a daily lifestyle compared to now. Um, and I think that would also involve a lot more movement variety. Yeah, you know, like standing absolutely. up, bending down, picking things up, pushing things, pulling things. Yeah. Whereas now with technological advances, we kind of we do spend a little bit more time, you know, on our phones, for example. Yep. Um, in front of a computer, watching TV. Even um, driving as well. It's a big driving, one that yep. I um, notice. Like, just if you look back through the centuries, I guess, you know, cars weren't always a thing. Yeah. There was a lot more walking. Like you were, you had to get up your ass and walk somewhere. And yeah. Run. Sit in the car for two hours to get to Sydney. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Although I guess they would still do, depending how far back you would go, there'd still be um, different points in time, lots of long-term travel involved. Yeah. Whether it be drives migrating across the land, or yeah. um, even you know in more recent times, um, merchants traveling merchants yeah, on definitely. horseback, yeah. even or something like even that. The, the um, settling, like not even going back that far either. Yep. Um, settling of you know like just like the US or Australia you know, yeah. moving across the land creating new towns and cities that's right so yeah. like def- definitely a lot more physical movement yeah <laughs> and I guess you know the way we move today and the way we've moved mm. as a human race in the past has typically been dictated um, by our environment definitely right? absolutely uh, but do you think it's a bad thing I guess yes and no. I guess it puts a lot more responsibility on us as individuals to get up and move. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know there's definitely been a big push in the last probably decade to do that, to try and, as we've moved into this more technological dominated environment, um, in metropolitan areas specifically, um, a little bit less when you go out to a more country located town. Um, they definitely you know, still that old school method of getting up and doing it, rolling up the sleeves, getting dirty and, and doing something physical. Whereas you move into a city like Newcastle, like Sydney, Melbourne, the big metropolitan areas where more office jobs are common, you're just more seated, you know, staring at that computer, like yeah. in that hunched over position. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's sort of the area you look at too, which dictates how well people are moving on how or how much people are moving, probably not how well people are moving. Um, so that's sort of the, 
how I look at it, it's, it's the area you're in, which is definitely going to dictate. It's your lifestyle, right? Exactly. Like what, whether you live on a farm, whether you have to maintain and operate that farm, like you're yep. talking about with rural people. Um, not all rural, rural people have no, a farm, of course. But, that's true. <laughs> um, and, and then, of course, on the opposite end, if you're living in the middle of CBD of Sydney, for example, and you work a, a I don't know, office job there, you know. But the other thing is, of course, that more commonly these days is people do exercise for exercise sake. Yeah. I guess if you go back in time a little bit, well, a long way as well, you weren't doing that. Uh, And I guess the rise of that comes from a few different things. And I think one of the driving forces is the emergence of research on the benefits of exercise. Yeah, definitely. And that's not just for like rehab or avoiding pain. It's, you know, metabolic effects, you know, um, avoiding... (laughs) Some diseases of the modern age, like diabetes. Yeah, yep, diabetes, heart disease, yeah. um, all of these kinds of things. Like we know, exercise is good for that, but it's also really, really good for improving lifespans because we know that as we get older, there's a tendency to lose muscle mass and bone density. Uh, we fall more often, typically, yep. and that can lead to an increased mortality rate or or shorter lifespan right um, and so we know that in order to improve that in order to improve not only our lifespan or our average yep. lifespan but also our quality of life definitely exercise must form an important yep. part of that so I'll just sort of touch on another reason another thing that exercise has been shown to help is boosting the immune system too Absolutely. so if you're and something else that in recent times it's come up COVID mm-hmm. has been a big impact on people and their lives lifestyles I guess um, a lot of people had forced to work from home and are now choosing to work from home as well um, because it's more convenient yeah. um, and I've seen a lot of people been impacted by that with movement because I don't know about yourself but a lot of people I've spoken to have less motivation to yeah. exercise when they're at home mm-hmm. um, that's been a, that's a very big um, motivational barrier for a lot of people is that motivation when you're stuck at home or sorry not even stuck at home just when you're at home working you've got no motivation to get up and walk around or mm. just like so if you're in your office you can get up and go, go get a cup of coffee yeah or you might so, just go to the printer and back exactly. right? it's so, that coincidental movement yeah. that actually is quite valuable exactly. and when you're working from home it's you get up you have breakfast you get yourself ready whatever and then you sit down again at your computer yep there's no travel. Some people no. might commute on, I don't know, a motorbike or a, or a push bike, yep. even, even more activity, right? And suddenly that's now gone. Exactly. Um, but it's also the small things like, you know, in your office, there's a set of stairs that you go up. Well, yeah. long, you're no longer going up those Definitely. set of stairs because you're working at home. Mm. And these have big knock-on effects, not only physical, but also mental effects. Yep. And I think over the course of COVID lockdowns and so on, we've probably realize exists mm. but would have previously taken for granted yeah definitely I, I definitely agree with that one mental health has been um definitely taken a hit yeah. during this COVID time and it has come to the forefront a lot yeah um because of that i think um i think it's partly because of the exercise but there's a, there yeah. are other things going on right yeah, like the world like is in inverted commas crisis because of yeah. this pandemic right so you know that that obviously wears on the mind and, and exactly. you couple that with being cooped up inside and having yep. restrictions in place whether they're you know you can't go to events or you can't exercise it doesn't really matter what it is whenever you impose restrictions people mentally get a bit, absolutely a bit cooped up and 
you know, that's, yeah. But we, we do know that obviously regular exercise, yes, whether it's coincidental or not, mm-hmm. is good for our mental health because that's it does get blood flow going to the yeah. brain, does get blood flow going to the joints as well, keeps pain away. Um, yeah, and it's a good thing. Absolutely. So overall, exercise is always is, is beneficial for so many different reasons. Yeah. Um, and even more keep coming to light to Absolutely. this day. Like, no, they're still going. They're still looking into it. It's still more and more benefits. No negatives. <laughs> like you might feel a bit sore the next couple of days, but that's probably about it. Like, yeah. For me, I actually enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those weirdos. So. But if we're coming back to the point of like how we've moved through the ages, yeah. right? With in terms of physical exercise and the demands on our body, you know, I think there's a there's a big um, um, idea that the, the positions that we're undertaking these days, whether we're driving or on our yep. phone or on the computer, are bad positions to be in, um, and particularly bad positions to be in for a long time. Um, and I guess, you know, there, there's a potential argument to say that, well, we haven't been in these positions for prolonged periods before, this mustn't be good for our bodies. Well, what's your take on that? Because I have a, an interesting take on that, and I'm wondering if it's the same as yours. So I don't necessarily think there is a bad position to be in, like the, the body's design, if it wasn't meant to be in that position, it would hurt to be in that position. So the natural movement of the body, I can't say, you can't say it's a bad thing. Because if it wasn't meant to do it, the body wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Completely agree. And so I don't think, and so you touched on sustained in those positions. Yes, that can be bad, I guess. Um, but if you get up in regular intervals and move, so if you're doing a long drive, so you're going up to the Gold Coast, you know, it's about eight hours, you know, you're going to be stuck in a car in that seated position or even just to work in that seated position, actually, now that I come think of it. <laughs> um, for that, you know, eight to 10 hours, every two hours, you know, they have that stop, revive, survive thing, and it can be the same at work. Just get up, go for, a, you know, go for a walk, even if you're at home, working from home like we touched on. Just get up, do a lap of the house. Just break that position up, and I think that's, there's a lot of stigma around that, being seated for too long is bad, and it's like, yes, but if you can break it up, I don't think it's an issue. Yeah, so. I, I, I agree, but I, I'd even go one step further and say that even that prolonged position is not bad if you're accustomed no. to it. It's when people are either in a pain state, either they have a yeah. problem going on, whether it's causing them pain or an injury or something like that, and they're prolonged um, sitting or, or even prolo- any prolonged position, right? Mm. Prolonged lying on your side, prolonged standing, prolonged walking, prolonged running, prolonged exercise, right? Any, any kind of position or prolonged period of time that you're spending in that position or doing that movement can exacerbate symptoms um, and can cause symptoms if, like you're saying, if you don't break it up or if you don't simply do enough of something else after you do that long period of uh, stagnant position. You know, you might work a job where you have to sit down constantly for more than than two hours, right? You have to do it. Or you just find your concentration's better. You get in a bit of a, um, a concentration yeah. you know, zone and you're stuck there for four, five, six hours sometimes, right? Um, and then suddenly you get up and you're like, whoa. <laughs> um, but then you can undo it, right? It's not as if you're causing no. permanent damage. Exactly you might right. feel a little bit stiff or something like that, um, but you get up, you move in a different way, standing and walking, very different to sitting and slouching, yeah. slouching down over a computer. And so it, it, it undoes it, right? It undoes that that movement it could be as little as five minutes as well yeah it doesn't have to be the same amount of time 
Yeah. 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 Yeah, Bringing it into balance. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, So, as you said, some people have to do that for work. Truck drivers is a big one that come to mind. Yeah. Uh, Or airplane pilots or stewardesses. Here's the problem, though, right? Well, I've got a really interesting question that I'm going to ask. Okay. But you you mentioned truck drivers, right? Yeah. Let's take a typical trucking, right? He he or she might um, drive a truck for many, 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 many hours throughout the whole day. Yeah. Um, go home, um, and this doesn't even have to apply to a truck, it could apply no, to could pretty much be. everyone. Yeah. Sit down all day at work, come home, what do you want to do? Sit down in front of the TV. Yeah. Or sit down and have a chat with your, your missus or your mister or, or whatever, yeah. or your kids, play with your kids, right? I, I don't know, whatever it is, but it's typically going to be not always, but commonly a sitting down activity. Yeah. Right? Sitting all, all day at work, sitting at home, and then you go lie in bed. So there's intermittent walking throughout that, but there's not a lot of movement in the other direction yeah. or movement variety, right? The, move, the body's just going through those same kind of positions day in, day out, but we know the human body has the capacity to move through further ranges and yeah, other positions definitely. that we wouldn't on a day-to-day get into. Um, and sometimes that can cause problems. Just so as you were talking about that, it's a, and a thought just popped in my head about it, very commonly what I see is I'm guilty of it myself, is when you're sitting in this position, the first thing you do when you get up is you want to stretch, and what's the first way you go? forward it's forward yeah everyone goes into the exact same position and then they're like oh i'm still so stiff yeah. and that just sort of brings up what you were just saying everybody going into that exact same flex position instead of going to the opposite yeah go the opposite go the opposite way and it, it right. sort of just occurred to me when you were speaking like I, i'm guilty of it <laughs> yeah well it feels good right like yeah, exactly. any kind of stretch any kind of range of motion is going to be good yeah. but people often dismiss you know, bending backwards or yep. looking up. Like, how often do we look up into the sky? Exactly, yeah. Um, we're typically looking at things in front of our body and down a little bit. Yeah. Computers, phones, steering wheels, all that yep. kind of stuff. But we rarely bend back and look up, right? And it's typically those kind of movements that we see yeah. as exercise professionals that, that tend to help yeah. those kinds of pains that come about yeah. <laughs> in your neck or in your back or something from... From prolonged sitting or prolonged positions. That, that sort of brings us back to a, the original sort of topic of, of today. You know, compared to how we moved in history, we would be doing those, those tasks of everyday life would require those right. opposite movements. Right. Um, or at least a little bit more. Exactly. Like it would, wouldn't just be that constant flexion, yeah. like looking down motion. Like they would, you know, typically be doing. Know, at least a variety of different movements compared to that's right. the common, most common exercise position we see today is that flexion of the hips and back and the neck. Yeah. Um, so, I guess um, one point just to wrap that up though is that we should clarify and say that any position is going to cause problems if you spend oh, too much time in it, yeah. right? <laughs> like if, if we went hunched over a computer on our phone all day, but instead we were in a constant backbend with our head up to the yeah. sky, like we'd still end up with the same problems, but the solution would be the opposite. Exactly. To bend forward and move the opposite balance, right? yeah, I, guess, I guess the big takeaway is move in the opposite direction <laughs> to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're seated all day, get up and push yeah. your hips forward and you know, get right. that back extension. If you, you know, head up, and looking up in the sky all day, yeah. look at the ground. Yeah. And even <laughs> so, standing itself, 
yeah. is different to sitting mechanically, exactly. right? Because if, when you're sitting, your hips are quite flexed, you're yep. in that seated position. When you stand, that's often enough just to exactly. undo uh, the chair posture. Yeah, I think that's uh, coming back to the, the current state, uh, current society of movement, that's a lot of companies, big companies these days I've seen, mm. uh, I've read some articles, they're getting those standing desks so you can go from sitting to standing. Yep. Um, and some, questions. I think, have a timer on them, so every half an hour it forces them to stand up. Yep. So it'll have a timer on, like, they can't change it, yep. and it forces them to stand up. So every half an hour, you're going from standing to sitting, and they're constantly getting them moving. So yep. um, if you have that option available, <laughs> go yep. for it. Like, that's, that's a brilliant idea. It's not a bad one. I, I do hear some stories about people, and I can probably relate to this too, where... Um, it, it kind of breaks your workflow up or you have trouble physically adapting to that strategy. Yeah. But stick with it if you are having those problems because your body will adapt and you will, you know, yeah. you, you, you will adapt and you will get used to standing more often if you're not used to standing for that long. Yeah, <laughs> it will become less achy. Yeah. <laughs> so like a good strategy just thinking of like, just based on what you said would be, you, know, you could be seated for two hours and then stand for 20 or 30 minutes yep. and then go back to the seating mm. and you can have that so if you find you're more productive seated you have that two hour window right. to, to go nuts yeah, yeah. Um, and then stand for 20-30 minutes do another task that doesn't require that much concentration yeah. um, and then go back to it when you're seating um, um, that's probably a good strategy to go around that one but and there's probably some studies out there that oh, looked at like you know what the best <sighs> I don't know, like work production. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's plenty out there. <laughs> how, how, work, how productive people are at work when they stand for half an hour every two hours versus standing for two hours every two hours. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and the, I don't know what the numbers are, but I guess the point of what we're trying to say is to just get a bit of variety in because Definitely. those prolonged positions, while they're not bad for you, they can, um, they, they can tend to, to create some problems if you're not balancing them out with the opposite movement. Exactly. Um, at some yeah. point during the day. So yeah, I think so to wrap up the, the point of the car podcast today was we're definitely not probably moving enough variety of ways yeah. compared to we were even fifty years ago. Yeah. To be honest. Um, when you know, cars weren't that readily available to everyone. There was probably a bit more labour involved compared to office work. Um, so I guess yeah, that's the sort of takeaway of what we've sort of been trying to get at this whole time is just we have probably a bit more sedentary in our lifestyle and not moving in as many directions as, as we used to. Yeah. Uh, I meant to just get up and mix it up a bit um, throughout the day and come in and see us if you have any problems and, and need some advice even. Yep. Just pop in, book in for an appointment and we can get you moving. Yeah, absolutely. You've wrapped it up um, a, a little bit quicker than I wanted to. Oh, no, but it's, I it's, just have one more. more thing that I wanted to, no, I'm happy no. to wrap up, but there's one more thing. Uh, that I just wanted to talk about, and it's more of a comment, really, rather than a question. No, I guess. But um, I guess, you know, if we think back to, you know, our ancestors living in any time period prior to this, right, it's not as if that they were always without pain. No, no, okay. definitely not. So even, you know, yeah, they might have been moving through a greater variety of movement, but they still, I mean, we can't know for sure, but they would have still gone through some pain, right? They would have oh, still had that little backache, that little knee niggle, or whatever it, it may most, be. Most likely a torn muscle or something that they have, yeah. Potentially more traumatized <laughs> injuries. Um, but the other thing is, of course, that you know, while they are doing more variety of tasks, they're still potentially not moving through 
everything that oh, the no, human body no. can do. And so, you know, this is one of the benefits of the modern day life, right? Yeah. Yes, we are sitting at the desk for eight hours a day in that particular posture, but a lot of people these days, compared to the past, are doing targeted exercise for exercise sake. Yeah. And that's a really good thing that actually balances out our lifestyle quite a lot. Um, you know, people go for runs, for example. Mm. Fucking, that, that, that is great compared Absolutely. to, you know, sitting down for the whole day. Um, but it's not to say that that person never gets injured. The human no. body, you know, is a fantastic thing, but it's, oh, yeah. you, you, you will never um, be immune to pain or, no. or immune to injury, no matter how hard you try. Um, and that's, that, I guess, another a take home, really. Definitely, is, yeah. Yes, movement variety, as you said, in conclusion, is, is really what we're talking about here and is absolutely fundamental. But the other thing you've got to consider is, yes, these days we do move differently, but it's not causing a dramatic problem that we've never seen before no. in terms of injury no, rates. Absolutely not. Um, and part of that is because we are doing targeted exercise. Speaking of which, we deliver targeted exercise. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> in a group class environment. Absolutely. Um, or if you do it on your own at home, go for a run or, or do some exercise classes online. Whatever it is, it's probably a really good thing for the modern day human being. Yeah, and you, you sort of touched on it well. Like we have definitely have much better understanding. Yeah. Um, not just of anatomy, but how everything moves and how how we can counteract the, I guess, issues for lack of a better word, yeah. um, of the technological age. You know, as you said, back in the you know, our ancestors would have had no idea. Yeah. Like they probably wouldn't even know what a muscle was or how it worked. <laughs> yeah. Like or if you had a strained muscle, what do you do? Just yeah. cut off the limb and keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think we're probably more better better off Absolutely in this day and age yeah. with our understanding of yeah. of everything that we do know and our learning still, as we mentioned before. Um, so I think as you said, yeah, we definitely have a better understanding of targeted exercise to counteract the issues we definitely. are we are seeing from definitely from these prolonged yeah. postures. Um, Absolutely. And so that's probably best way to, to wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, let's wrap it up um, there. That's a, that's a so, good one. That's yeah. a topic that, you know, we could potentially talk about little avenues for so long. Like there's yeah. so many different caveats on that topic Definitely. that you could sort of dive into and, and talk about. And yeah, if there's anything you guys want, to, want us to talk about too, on that note from what Ollie just said, there's little sidetracks, let us know and we can, um, we can yeah. get one out for you. For as fast as we can yep. so we can answer that question this well, podcast are for you guys so if absolutely. you've got any questions if you've got any topics that you want us to cover and have a chat about yeah hit us um, up and let us let know, us know. Um, even if we do we just do a social media post about it and then yep. do a podcast or depends on your subject I guess yeah. <laughs> how much information we can go into that's it, that's it. <laughs> alright we'll leave it there thanks for tuning in guys and we'll see you in the next one see you guys thanks for listening to the Transcend Health Podcast Please share this episode with someone who might find it helpful and don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes.